We've got some hey, fresh I'm new Luis. Talent and I'm Luis. And you're listening to the Content before. is Profit Dude, podcast. Listen. We spent the last four years learning the strategies and techniques from some of the top marketers in the world on how to create content that turns into profit. And today we're bringing them to you so you can take action immediately and start creating content momentum. Let's go. So if you like to learn how to turn your content into profit, go to Content is Profit. Com. There's a little surprise in there for you. That and, is uh, right. You yeah. can go now. Yeah. That's right. And today's, guys, how to crush prospecting and approach people in a genuine way. Man, Love this is it. such a relevant topic for us right now uh, mm-hmm. on the stage that we are in our business. So I can't wait to dive in. But before that, Fonzie, do we have a sponsor today? We do indeed. And today's <laughs> <a> sponsor <laughs> is your one and only Nebis Bros with content momentum and what is content momentum you may be asking yourself well if you have a long form piece of content just like this one that you're listening to or you might be watching it right now we can turn it into value pack bite-sized assets so then you can go ahead send it into the social media like little minions and get you some clients so if you're interested slide in the dms at beast bros co on instagram on facebook we want to help you out Awesome. Uh, uh, I'm surprised that I remember the whole that, thing. That was good. That was yeah, good. Thank that was you. Good. Appreciate it. Also, guys, <laughs> if you want to support us and the show, please go ahead and subscribe. Smash that subscribe button and uh, let us know what you think in the reviews. Yeah, that's right. That's not quite it. I, th- I think you skipped a, a few steps. So guys, it's all good. It's all good. If you it's find it's this episode impactful, which I am sure you will, because today's guest, he's absolutely amazing. Yes. Don't forget to share it. And... And leave a five-star review. I gotta do the double and. I know, I know, man. Yeah, completely messed up. It's Friday, it's Friday. So episode 99, can you even believe it? And of course, before we reach the three-digit mark for the podcast, we had to bring an epic guest. Today's guest is the other half of one of our favorite team of entrepreneurs out there. Hint... We talked about his partner in our last episode. Oh, yeah. So if you guys haven't listened to that one, go back and listen to it. (laughs) As you guys know by now, content is profit. I mean, I hope you know that by, you know, 99 episodes that we've done. And And just as we discussed in our last episode, content and sales are the perfect marriage. Oh, yeah, baby. Well, today's guest is ready to shatter all those false perceptions around sales and help you understand on a deeper level the power of sales. Just so you know, since talking to today's guest and his awesome partner, I see everything in my life as <laughs> sales. Really? Yes. Do I do I see that? I wrote that, guys. Okay, okay. Get ready, get ready. It's that, a fun that was one. good, that was good. Okay, do, do I need to convince my wife to get me extra pizza rolls at the grocery store? That That's like you. You are the one that eats all the pizza rolls. Okay, sales mode on. But that aside, you are in for a treat. Today, guest has been- what? Pizza rolls. Oh, wow. Tree. Okay. <laughs> wow. Uh, today's guest has built three different companies in three different industries to one million in revenue. Impressive. Oh, and let's not forget he competed in American Ninja Warrior for three seasons. That what? is pretty That's epic. Insane. That is right. Please welcome <laughs> co-founder of Sales Ascenders, American Ninja Warrior, and a wonderful father. Mr. Chris Baden! Let's go! Welcome, Chris! What's up, guys? You guys are freaking awesome. This is... Man, so I was told 
I was told, don't watch any episode. Don't pay. Just show up. And I was like, I'm starting. I'm starting to see what's going on here. You guys are having so much fun. I love it. Oh, it it's a party, man. And especially <laughs> on Fridays, like you got at the right time because this is episode 99 on a Friday. I mean, extra party mode today. Extra so party thank mode. you, Chris. <laughs> Man, when you say 99, we're talking about great things. We're talking about all this stuff. Guess what I think of when I think of 99? What? Tell us. Wayne freaking Gretzky, the great one. <laughs> okay. I mean, so yeah, let's yeah. A culture crash over here. <laughs> there we go. I, I don't, poosh, like, yeah, no, really. no, I mean, the audience might really be enjoying this right yeah, now, yeah, but yeah. we're like, uh, tell me more, please. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm with you You're right like, there. I'm like, he, he's the legend, but I, the problem is I don't know who he is. <laughs> Yeah, Wayne. He's man. He's so cool. Like, yeah, yeah. Well, Wayne, Wayne Gretzky, hockey player. Oh, uh, non-sport fans out there. So my, my wife was his number. And right. Tony, there we go. We Tony, got some love from Tony. Like, yes, he's laughing over there. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, you know, my brother's wife. She's from Canada, and she grew up playing playing hockey. So yeah. she, she, she might know. She, she might know. This yeah. is the episode that she's gonna. By the way, out of the ninety nine episodes, like she's super supportive. She loves what we do, but she do not listen to any of the episodes. She's listened to <laughs> one out of the ninety nine. So I think this is gonna be the second one. I'm like, there's a there's a hockey punt out there that you need to listen to. So. Thank you. There you go. Thank there you, Katie. Go. If you're just, listening, the audience is growing. It. The yeah. love is growing. <laughs> let's the love go. is growing. Let's That's go. right. Dude, Chris, let's get to it, man. Like, we're so excited to have you here. Uh, I met you, I, I think, about a month ago, and we'll dive in on why we had to reschedule you for the good reasons, right? But I, I want you to share with the audience, like, who's Chris? Like, how do you get to what you do now? Yeah, I, you know, there's, I, I was thinking about this a little bit um, as you guys were talking, to be fair. <laughs> Uh, and I was like, man, if there's one for value content, everyone listening, man, if there's one thing, if there's one thing people hear today, we're talking about, I know that it's the construct, the filter of sales and prospecting. You hear one thing, purpose-driven prospecting, mm. purpose-driven prospecting. That's how I sum it up. Um, to accomplish, this is kind of a pillar. It's a principle that we'll be covering today. So you'll feel this theme, you'll, you know, throughout the stories that I share and the, whatever you guys pull out of me today, which who knows Ooh, what's going to be, baby, you guys go. are bringing the energy. I love it. So I'm like, oh man, they're going to, they, they're going to get me to say something. I can already feel it. But, here, 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 but to have fun with it though, um, the principle is simply this, to accomplish something greater than yourself. It takes more than yourself. Mind blowing, Chris. So logical, mm. right? But but I, this has served me really, really well in life. To accomplish something greater than yourself, it takes more than yourself. Yes, mm. for all my faith-based people out there, whatever your faith or belief is, yeah. we can go that path. But to be fair, um, and, and I love those conversations, but to be fair today, I'm actually just kind of speaking more on a more um, pragmatic, logical level yeah. of greater than yourself. Why? Prospecting is simply... It's simply the skill, the language, and activity of creating new connection. Mm. And my argument is this. I don't care who we're talking to today. Everyone needs more connection in their life yeah. to go to do anything. And even, I mean, just being real, within the context of 2020. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> There's some awesome memes about 2020. Yeah. Uh, Chris Farley is my still my favorite meme. And anyway, <laughs> point is, is in 2020, needing connection more than ever. Yeah. Or, or maybe it's just seeing the value of connection more than ever. And my argument with prospecting is that to accomplish something greater than yourself, 
It takes more than yourself. And prospecting is the skill, the language and activity of creating new connection. If that's finding new customers, finding new teammates, finding new leadership, finding new partners, finding new service providers that you need to outsource work to, or maybe it's finding new relationships, significant others, whatever it is. Yeah. This is the skill language and activity that everyone should be focusing on. Dude, wow. um, I, I'm, my, dude, my dude brain... dropped a, a bomb from the beginning. Yeah. We're we're just getting, golden boulder. Gentlemen, we're yeah. just getting um, So I, I thought we're I thought we we're just gonna talk for an hour. Um, we can just end the episode right now. Like that, that's the full value of it. That's go. it. Game over, dude. Like, and and the reason I I'm reacting this way, right? Because through our business career, <laughs> the last like five years, we never saw or we never really openly talked about prospecting, right? We, it was like a taboo topic because we're like, man, mm-hmm. like we gotta go out and do sales. Like who, who are we gonna talk like to? Like, are we gonna like knock on their doors? Like, and that's exactly how we started. We literally went driving restaurant after restaurant, right? To like knock on the door and be like, this is what we do, right? And then it was like, after restaurants, it was like brick and mortars. And it's like, hey, this is what we do. Mm-hmm. And that was probably not the smartest way to do some prospecting. Uh, I'm not gonna lie, right? But it was a big <laughs> lesson. Like he got us out there. like. There's a lot of wins that came out of that. I would probably avoid it if we have to like restart our life again. Oh yeah. Um, but now lately it, it has been that way, right? And and I think the show has been our vehicle of prospecting in some ways with the relationships that we've been able to build. Um, and we can talk more about that later, but this comes at a perfect time because, you know, through content, right? How do you utilize content like to create prospecting, right? You guys do it in a very unique way as well. And, um, and I think it's great. So that's why I'm reacting like, wow, like this is incredible because it's a new perspective on prospecting. Yeah. It's a new uh, one. Uh, what you, oh, go ahead. Go uh, ahead. Oh, no, no. I was just going to add that, you know, what you said, it, it kind of reminds me of a phrase that I love now that we heard from Steve Larson that he says, your business only grow to the extent that you do, right? And then when we talk to Alex Charfin and we ask him, you know, what are your three favorite personal developers um, authors? He's like, well, for me, business development is personal development. And you tie those things. And it's like, it's so true. Like as you grow your business, you have to grow yourself. And now we're adding the skill, the language and the activity, right? Of creating these new connections. Like this is, you guys are like, completing you know <laughs> when you have a test and you're like filling the blank you guys are filling all those blanks for me so i really appreciate it yeah so uh, how yeah. Uh, how do you get into prospecting like what's this like a call of like the you know higher being and be like chris yeah. you're gonna be the prospecting guy like you get how how was that start for you because for us it was really really painful <laughs> um i th- i I don't know this to be a fact. I'm just assuming that everyone's journey in prospecting starts with pain. Okay. Maybe that's not the case, um, but for me, it was absolutely, absolutely the uh, the case. And as you guys were sharing some of this, and, and we get into this this kind of part in question, yeah, I th- I feel like you guys articulated something really, really well um, that I just wanted to highlight for everybody because what you described was a really big gap. Mm. You're like, hey. Um, you know, we're starting out and to do it, it's like, how do we talk to somebody? Where do we go? What do we say? And, oh, we tried it, but it doesn't work. So I'm not going to do that anymore. Yet at the, at the other end of the spectrum, I got it like the camera anyway, yeah. so it's like <laughs> here and here, yeah. right. Um, it, it's, we know the outcome is 
Met, uh, leads come in. Uh, content is man. Come on, like attention and building yeah. trust. Build uh, you know, no like and trust. Right, that process is accelerated. It's the thing that you can't ignore. It just works. But the problem is, how do you get there? How yeah. do you get there? And so I think you know, to your your question is, uh, when people ask me, how do I how do I do it? Number one in general, but how do I do it without feeling salesy? Mm. That's probably the, one of the number one requests. Is I don't want to be that guy. I don't want to be that girl. And you know what? No, does any? No, neither does anybody. Like no one wants to be that person. Yeah. And so, what's the answer, Chris? Well, I'll tell you. This is the exact <laughs> answer. It's very, very simple. Do it ten thousand times. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. You know, I've been told no and rejected and been indifferent. You know, I've gone through that that you know furnace, and that's what gets the answer. So what's what's fun is I, I just want to be real with people, like. Um, why people will want to listen to this episode and pay attention to, you know, a few of the things I said earlier and what's going to come out of me is because I've been the human that's experienced those things and have taken some time to reflect and put some frameworks around it. Yeah. And, and that has serving people at a high level. And obviously, as you, you guys mentioned, some great names, how did I learn and accelerate my path? By, by leaning on the shoulders of the giant, like mm-hmm. listening to what they said and, and did as well. And so let's 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 get into some of it, man. You asked me personally, my pain. Where did it start? Yeah. Um. I think I think one story that's fun. <laughs> uh. Did, you know. Yeah. We'll do this story. This one will be fun. All right. I, I know so, that's the right story. That's yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. If, if you have to stories. think about it like that, that is the right story to <laughs> that tell. That is the right story to tell. <laughs> yeah. So so uh, let's we'll rewind back when Chris is 24, never done sales before. And I, I think it's a great idea to go into the payment technology industry. What's the payment technology industry, Chris? I didn't know either. <laughs> it just seemed like a cool thing to do. And so it's it. So we don't all have to live in a mystery. It's credit card processing, mm. taking payment, very important for a business. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you sold me, but I can't take your money, right? Everyone <laughs> ha- need. It's a need, right? And so, but the, here's the problem. Here's the problem with merchant services, credit card processing. See, for some of us internet entrepreneur folk, we're just like, yeah, it's Stripe, Game Set Match, or PayPal. You know, yeah. it's great until we won't go down to all the problems that that can create, right? <laughs> um, it's smooth and easy, but for most people, it's not. For yeah. most people, the fees that are charged and the cold calls that you get, I didn't realize that I I instantly became the scum of planet Earth when I decided to be a merchant service rep. Okay? I, I didn't know that, like, you know... By, anyway. by the way, so, I, I, I feel yeah. it because... On the brick mortar side, that I, I manage a fitness studio for a long time. And there we go. So that was like my every single day. I'm like, ah, do I have to deal with this? Right. Like, and so I can't even imagine the pain that you had to go through on your end. So I, I apologize for all the managers and store <laughs> like people that probably talk to you, it, you know, not being very happy. Just saying. <laughs> In behalf. So, so here, here's why actually this is real. I didn't even think about this, but me sharing this particular story. Everyone listening, I mean, you're all probably great people listening. Because, I mean, let's just face it. Luis, Fonzie, they're cool people. So they probably attract really great people. Luis a little bit cooler than Fonzie. What's that? Luis a little bit cooler than Fonzie. There we go. It's all good. So I'm going to, I know it. I'm stoking that fire as we do. Um, (laughs) Fonzie, you're just like, dude, you're on point and you're just going to be fighting for it. Anyways, it's okay, Chris. Sorry, quick tangent here. We actually have a a really good friend that he's like, you guys should start a. 
pick a bro challenge, you know, between people. Make someone <laughs> pick one of you. So by the end of this episode, I know, Chris, I'm 100% sure you're going to be like, Fonzie, wow, you are so cool. Uh, would you like to be the godfather of my next kid? I'm gonna be like, of course, Chris. I would love to. You know? <laughs> uh, Dude, okay. I love how we just went from pick the best bro to godfather status. <laughs> yeah, that, that just uh, happened on yeah. episode 99, the great one. I, 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 like about? our last episode was a little scattered. Let's try to avoid that today. Yeah, yes, yes. Sorry, Chris. Okay. Let's go back to it. <laughs> It's okay. I just want to do a quick shout out to sponsor Pizza Pockets or Hot Pockets for, you, uh, for the. They're delicious and they're less than thirty seconds. Okay, so the story we were talking about was, um, yeah, affiliate thing in the description. Or yes, please. So, uh, okay, well, what I was talking. Okay, sale. There we go. Yeah. Right. So, so um, the merchant services. A lot of you are great people out there. Yeah. And as you you're going through your sales cycle. Um, you you start to maybe become insecure. You feel some of those things. You have some of those thoughts. Well, guess what? Those were already implied on me before I even got a crack at the bat, like got to go to the plate. You know what I'm saying? So I, mm. what's important is I had to navigate that environment mm. before I even started. Yeah. If you can solve that problem, you can go in five years, you can go to three different industries and generate a minimum of a million bucks or more per, per you know, uh, business and per industry. Why? Wow. Because of the skill set, language, and activity of prospecting. I know how to connect to people. I know how to create new connection wherever you put me on planet Earth. Hmm. I just thought of a way to test me myself. Ooh. I was like, oh, that could get scary. Do I have to go? <laughs> That would be really great. I mean, content, if you want to right? share it here. Anyway, I know, I know. Can, can we have an exclusive clip? Yes. <laughs> How do you get those sound? Oh, we're talking about sound effects after. That just yeah. Yes, day. yes. <laughs> That's awesome. So, so the, but the, for all listeners, this is something I hope people grasp, right? We have this main concept of create new connection that I promise you, I promise you will make all of your lives better in wealth, health, or relationships, any yeah. area of life you want to grow, start with new connection. You have new thought, new conversation, and more acceleration. It's it's awesome. So in terms of business, here's Chris, 24, knows nothing about payment technology industry and has never done sales. Hmm. Insert go. This is what this is what hit me. My second month, I'm working 60 plus hours. Uh, a week, yeah, and and all, the whole month. At the end of the month, guess how much I made? Uh, you personally or the business? Me, you personally? Net profit uh, and my yeah. Let's let's talk about me. My two, bank account. Five grand. <laughs> two thousand. Eight hundred dollars. Oh wow. Eight hundred bucks, and and I learned a lesson that I will never forget, and it still serves me, and I still think about it today. Here's what I learned. I had this epiphany. I was like, I don't get paid to work. Mm. I get paid to produce results. Mm. And, and, and the results that I create is no one else's problem but mine. Mm. Nobody cares about me. They don't care about my company. They don't care about features and benefits. They don't care about any of it. Yeah. And that's okay. All of that is okay. What they care about is is how their standard of living their quality of life is going to be affected yeah and the way that we overcome that is as not sales people but sales professionals when we're prospecting is 
We understand all the features and benefits. That's fine. We understand uh, our company, but we understand who we're talking to, why it matters to them. And we ask questions based on their pain that are focused on the problem that's solved. There was a lot in there, but, but let me just hang there for a second. Yeah. Because once you, once you understand that you shift from salesperson and insecure to sales professional, and it's so much fun. Yeah. Because all you do is connect with you connect great people with great ideas and you generate results for others and consequently yourself and it's the best place on planet Earth, whatever industry you're in. Mm. Wow, I'll take that, a breath here. No, no, that's impressive. <laughs> I, I I love kind of like the transition, that perspective of from salesperson to sales professional. professional, right? And I also like. I don't get paid to work. I get paid to get results. But I love even more the next part that you said. And those results are, you know, kind of like up to me, my responsibility, right? That I feel like that talks a lot about who you are in the sense of a lot of people don't want to take responsibility for many things, right? And easily someone could be, oh, is the market like, you know, the market is not good. Like, that's why it's, it's not working. But you decide it's up to me, so I'm gonna find a way to yeah. make this happen. And I'm curious to keep go to you know see how that transition happened for you, where where you went from eight hundred dollars to seven figures. But I'm also extremely curious <laughs> to know pre twenty four, were you always a social person right what was has that been hmm. easy to you throughout your life did you have to develop those skills um where you put in like you said you did you navigate those environments that eventually led to those skills that when eventually you got to 24 right you started taking responsibility on your own sales that helped you transition from salesperson to sales professional <laughs> Um, I, and I'll start with the latter piece. And Fonzie, I just got to tell you, man, you are the best bro at asking questions. I mean, oh, okay. Uh, it's okay. I'll take it. I mean, just full disclosure, he does need a win today. So, you know, Chris, don't tell him what we talked behind cameras. Yeah. It's because Fonzie had a concussion. Yeah, for those listening, ago. if the questions are too good, it might be because of the concussion. Exactly. So that's going to run out next week. That's fine. It's okay, yeah. Chris. G good job, bro. Like that was the, so, our agreement before the episode. Okay. Hey, you got it. You got it. You know, all my the invoice is, you know, how my assistant sent the invoice. I got you. Um, So, so, okay. So have, just having fun with, with the question you're asking. Um, I, I'm like, I'm going to give you the honest thing that was going through my head, which I haven't actually said out loud before. Mm. Um, Exclusive. Because, <laughs> yes. All right. <laughs> I, it makes me happy every time. <laughs> um, and, and here, here's the thing. This is a re is kind of a recent revelation uh, for me. Self-realization for me is um, I, I, I'm, I think the, the most accurate label for me is am, am I can't even say it. So I don't, maybe I'm not ambivert. It's like where you're kind of ambivert. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Ambivert. There, thank you. Man, on point with that, Luis. I mean, <laughs> if there's you. a bro that's just so witty of We should just so, have okay. you like every week so we can get all these compliments <laughs> right? and just keep yeah. them going. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah. For you guys listening. You know, let this be a lesson, please. You know, if you're a guest, just compliment the, the host. Like, it's amazing. <laughs> There's so many lessons in this episode. My goodness, it's Friday. Thank you for listening. I'm, I'm not leaving yes. the episode. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, man. So, but I think, I think um, uh, just me opening up, sharing my yeah. story mm -hmm. is, 
Um, I think it's I, more of an introvert is the real answer. Mm. Uh, but here's the thing where I've been confused with this is most people have, will call me an extrovert. Mm. And, and the bigger piece of this is I don't really care which one I am. So people are like, you're like this. I'm like, okay, cool. That sounds great. Well, you're an introvert. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm like, I'm just focused on my goals or whatever I want to accomplish. Like yeah. that's, my brain is just kind of that simple. There's not much more going on up there than that. But here's the deal. Um, the way that I think I naturally think b- because of the nature of that outcome and goal, I end up spending a lot of time uh, not around other people building yeah. skills and learning and applying and testing and working. Mm-hmm. It's an introvert that does that. And here's what blew my mind as I met um, musicians, uh, CEOs, all these top people, not all of them are introverted, but a lot of them are. Yeah. However, this is important to learn is when mm-hmm. I'm out like talking with you guys and doing these things, or I'm at networking events, the, that is a, when I say prospecting is a skill, I learned that behavior. You know where it started? Me standing behind a booth at some local networking, whatever event, where everyone's yeah. selling each other something. And I'm like, I'm the youngest by like five or 10 years. And I'm like, I don't know what to say and how to talk. It was massive anxiety. Yeah. Mm. And the way my brain works is like, well, like get over it, go get it done. So there was that drive in me that just yeah. like kind of figured it out and went through it. But for from from making eight hundred dollars to tie in the second question there. Ooh, that worked good. Sorry, so all right. Good. Stay focused, Chris. That was smooth. That was smooth. I'm not trying to. <laughs> so eight eight hundred bucks is is it took me about eight months where I literally every single day it felt like I was gonna vomit. I wow. watched over forty people come and go and get fired. It's sink or swim, commission only, and um, how I represent, how I show up and it, like represent myself, how I represent the company the brand, um, all those things matter. And it's not the prospect. It's not the other person's fault. Yeah. The, so what I thought, I'm like, okay, if I'm desperate for a sale, that's going to come out. How do you overcome that? Step number one, volume. Talk to so many people. It doesn't matter. The pressure lowers. Ooh, so good. So you're not so afraid to lose a sale or mm. say the wrong thing. Because even if you are, you you will, or even if you don't, people will still feel it and not like you. Nobody yeah. likes to be convinced of anything. People don't like to, you don't like to be the convincer, if that's even a thing, or be convinced. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You with me? Like, all of it sucks. Yep. It's not the right game to play. Dude, uh, thank you. Because, like, what you just said just, like, lighted a massive light bulb in our heads, too. Because I think that was the same approach that we took with content. Right, like we were like, okay, how? As soon as we saw that consistency worked for us on as every single day, doing a Facebook Live, for example, we were like, okay, consistency works. How can we multiply that message and go for volume? And you know, now that when people ask me, it's like, what do you guys do? We're well, we're a high volume content repurposing agency for that same reason because we've been using our show and the way that we create content around the show to test that framework. And so far, mm. it has been incredible because through the volume and the right frameworks to create it and right frameworks to distribute, everything has been positive. Like everybody's like, okay. you know, people before that. Uh, and and the reason I'm tying it down to content is obviously because we're in the content environment, but like, I want to make the connection in in a second. Uh, people keep coming to us be like, guys, I cannot publish, you know, four times, seven times a day. Okay. Why is it a time issue? 
No, it's because people are going to unfollow me. People are going to like, it's, it's not going to grow. Like I'm going to get, you know, all these people annoyed. And we're like, let's test that. Us, like Beast Bros. Let's test it. Guess what? Until now, I think we started with like one podcast every two days or so, like three podcasts a day. Right now we publish more than a hundred different pieces of content every single week. Right? Uh, and we're like, how can we do more so we can test this thing? And if you go see on the data and we can show it like for whoever's interested, we can send this to you guys, the screenshots, all the accounts keep growing consistently. So the algorithm is going to wow. take care of that for you. It's not going to show your message to everybody. It's going to show it to the ones that matter. And this is by the way, organically for now, right? We're about to test like paid strategies around this, but all the data keeps in like telling us that it is working and it's creating more conversations and it's making this pro this prospecting process through the content very viable. So now when you say that, that how do you solve that problem is with volume, having more conversations. So then, you know, you get very comfortable. So then you can start having like meaningful conversations and identifying these patterns and so on. That's why I made the connection with content because the second we started producing consistently and frequently, everything changed, right? The message got clearer. The, you know, my offer got clearer. The problems that we're describing got clearer. Like everything got a lot better. And, and that so then obviously we got to talk about capacity and how do you scale there's different different resources and stuff like that but to get started man i i love that what you said that it how to not be afraid of selling volume <laughs> yeah i, I like Ooh. that too because i think the fact knowing that there's another opportunity after the one that you're having right now uh might make things easier right or might make the no uh, easier in a way or failing mm. easier in a way, right? Because now I can, you know, with less pressure, talk to this person. If they say no, I know for a fact there's another opportunity waiting for me and another one and another one. And I just keep trying, which is genius, right? I, I, I've i never seen it that way, right? I've always asked myself how to get over that fear of, um, you know, that, that fear in general uh, mm. of rejection, but I never thought of, of volume as an answer, right? Of doing more of that thing is the actual reason why you can diminish that fear, which is absolutely cool. And I love that you brought the introvert extrovert mm. because there's, again, book of, I'm going to quote a book here. Um, it's called the Barking at the Wrong Tree. It's called Barking at the Wrong Tree <laughs> the head by, by Alex Barker. And it's yeah, incredible. So and one of the stories that he shares is about you know, introverts and extroverts that people just tend to qualify themselves as either or. And when in reality, most people are actually ambiverts and they can pretty much pick. We have the advantages of both of introverts and extroverts. And at some point we can, you know, sit down, be introverts and, you know, just work on our craft. And sometimes when needed, we can be extroverts, you know, and be social and, and go out there and build those yeah. relationships too. So I, I love that you brought that point. It's, Chris, it's a really cool book. Yeah. Chris, how long did it take you to identify that you were not just that? Because, you know, when we spoke with uh, Bart Miller, we were talking about identities, right? And, uh, and it was incredible because, you know, our identity was soccer players a long time ago and it yeah. shifted. Right. And, and our belief, or at least my belief until that point was like, I can only take one identity. And he was like, 
No, you can actually take different identities. And you know, with him, it's crazy. Like he's a designer. He's like a hairstylist. He's like a cowboy. Yeah. He does so many yeah. things. Like so, well. he's a cyclist. So he's like, you know, for every situation, you can take on that identity. And for me, that conversation meant a lot because I'm like, he gave me permission to do that, right? Like it was like, oh, I don't have to be one thing. I can do the, I can take on that persona, right? And then when you tie it down with the introvert and extrovert, it's like, okay, according to the environment that I'm sitting right now, tie it down with my objectives and goals. What's the conversation I'm going to have? Do I need to be an introvert or do I need to be an extrovert, right? And and that now allows for a lot of movement and a lot of learning and a lot of volume to be able to have those conversations. So do you always knew that you were an ambivert or like how was that process for you? I, I mean, so I think two, twofold on this. One is what is, you know, Chris's personal process? And then, you know, I think what are some good principles or thoughts around it? And mm. for, my, for my specific uh, experience, I think it was something that wasn't really on my radar and then people yeah. kind of talked about it and I've done all these self-assessment things. I'm like, which one am I? Yeah. And eventually I just got so frustrated, frustrated trying to figure out which one it is. I'm like, I don't even care anymore. Yeah. And I was like, oh, you're an ambivert. Like I have, you know, what is what is the, the environment situation challenge requiring? And and this is the principal piece. It's a, it's a choice. Like I think it just, if you just know, you actually can choose a little bit. Now I people have different, skill sets, backgrounds, um, and, and natural tendencies, being aware of those and maybe just building more neuroplasticity or more practice uh, in that area might be wise. You'll get more leverage from that. Not ignoring yeah. that at the same time um, to say that you're not or to close something off because you've never done it before. It's kind of crazy. It's like, well, I'm not a thought. I'm not a father because I've never been a father. Well, I kind of need to learn to be a father. You know, there's some new things I need to learn. Yeah. Like I am a dad now. Yeah. And times um, three. Yeah, go ahead. Times three. <laughs> I'm a three time I know. Dad, for those listening, guys, like the reason we had to reschedule Chris was because like literally, I think the day of the interview, you were having your third child. <laughs> How good would that episode have been though? Live from the... <laughs> Amazing. That would have been like no excuses, guys. Come I'm just going to throw this out there. I think three is your your lucky number you know <laughs> three different companies in three different industries to over one million dollar in revenue and now you got three kids and you said <laughs> that you participated three times too in american ninja wire dude hey. i mean trends man Wait, I, whatever if i play the lottery today i'm gonna go for number three just saying that out there <laughs> Yeah. Th by the way, That's thank awesome. you guys to, to the live audience. Thank you so much, Tony. He says, got a golden boulder from today's show. I think it's been like a golden avalanche. Like we're, step <laughs> we're stepping up here, guys. Like this has been insane. You know, from golden nugget to golden boulder to golden yeah. avalanche. But, sorry, Chris, we, we <laughs> yeah. interrupted you. This has I'm been sorry. so many keep, tangents. Keep going. So <laughs> Uh, it's, it's a sign of a good conversation. To be right? continued. Having fun. And, um, yeah, so we uh, knowing the choice. I think there's power mm -hmm. in the choice. Um, actually, uh, kind of a really uh, personal personal story. Um, and without, uh, I'll, give some, I'll give some good detail here, but um, just kind of my wife's uh, past and background and, and where she came from and grew up. Um, there's, in us meeting, I'm kind of that, you know, uh, guy that i'll just i'll meet people i'll figure things out i'm the starter the, the idea guy yeah. like and so so i'll introduce a lot of times new thought to people and they're like i didn't even think about that and not what well yeah you can do that yeah <laughs> and so it, it becomes inspirational and so with with my wife we've kind of gone through that that pattern at different times where you're like 
it literally it's it's revelation you're able to see something that you weren't able to see before if mm. you're in the dark you can't see and when light comes in you're like oh i can if you've ever seen somebody you're like why on earth would they do that like they're out of their mind yeah right they 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 are like they're not seeing what what actually is or what, what can be and what and so in context in real life of introvert extrovert it's we actually have some power mm. we actually have some choice and so it's it's kind of like realizing that we have it we can take that back and even to kind of hook in from kind of the the topic that we were you know talking about versus with content and with prospecting when we give away the responsibility we give away the power yeah and when we understand that it's, it's on us, that's a good thing. Yes, there's some weight that comes to it. But at the same time, when we know it's our responsibility and the result is on us, that's kind of the, the nervous energy sometimes and the fuel that we need to go take the action. But it's also, uh, it hones our focus to be able to, I know I got to listen. I got to ask more questions and the right questions of what people need. And, and I, I need to serve these people. Yeah. I need to serve these people. Um, and, and guess what? You'll get the right answers and things will begin to grow. And you have the screenshots to show all the growth. <laughs> yes. Wow. Thank I, you for the shout out. By the way, I want to return the shout out. You guys have an amazing Facebook group, uh, Sales Ascenders. That's how we actually connected. And we jumped on a call. You guys gave massive value like on that and on that first call and then we jumped on your group and and it was a fun a fun experience and i want to highlight this story because that's exactly what we're talking about right like that is the prospecting that we gain that we gained through our show and now there's a professional relationship also i consider you guys friends now that we can actually reach out yeah. through a, a personal message you know from parenting to like dealing with three kids i'm like chris please tell me all the tips and, and tricks um to like prospecting and you know with sean the the sales side and you know combined is is an amazing value right so that says a lot because we can we don't we never know where that person can either connect you with or what opportunities are going to come across, right? So one of the things that that really stuck to me when we introduced you was how to approach people in a genuine way, right? Because I could say all this and people in the back are like, well, you do your show because of your very personal reasons, right? And we've been completely honest with this. We're like, we do this show for us, 100%. We like to connect <laughs> with people and we like to like learn, right? Like that, that's one of the powerful things about the platform. And we're bringing the audience with us, which has turned into this amazing thing. But at the same time, I don't think we come across, I don't think we come across as not genuine. Like we, we really are. We're like, we're truly interested in what you guys have to say. So, but I don't think that's natural to people, right? Every time we have this conversation, they're like, man, that's challenging. That's really hard, right? And you said it earlier, like, how, how are we not salesy? You know, we talk about volume, we talk about this, but do we actually have to be genuine or do we actually have to show that we're genuine? Or is that like, is there a difference through those two? Or like, what's the secret sauce? I think uh, I like to describe it as an art and a science. Yeah. Um, so... This, the science is there's some fundamentals there's some there's uh, um let's let's go to the soccer field for a second right i like analogies if if when it comes to offense when it comes to defense there's certain strategies that like listen if you understand if you guys work together as a unit in in this way in this pattern it 
it, it works more effectively. Yeah. Right. And our businesses, all business owners, shout out here, man, if you don't have SOP, standard operating procedures, you're going to hate life. Yes. We've been there. <laughs> right. That's the science. Yeah. The art is the human piece. It's the connection. And so when you're, when we're talking about this context of being genuine, yeah, it's awesome when it, when it's just natural and it's genuine at the same time, we don't always feel good because we're freaking human yep. because we didn't sleep the night before because we got a concussion two days ago because <laughs> what, you know, life happens. And so how do you, but the result, the outcome still needs to take place. And so how do we manage that? And I think the question is, it's more on that science and that structure piece. And I like, I'd love to give, uh, I want to give a simple answer so people can just take away and apply. And then I also want to give an analogy because it it really illustrates and and partially a story of it illustrates um, the, the, the sales cycle, the, the relationship building journey, right? Yeah. So the simple takeaway is, think the science piece is you need to have a formula that gets seven to 12 touches, Mm. seven to 12 touches. Um, Hey, and guess what? This is over multiple different industries, multiple different sales cycles, multiple different price points. You get seven to 12, you're going to make some money. (laughs) Okay. You're going to build some good relationships. Um, Now, what is a touch point? A touch point could be friend request. A touch point could be they saw an episode they listen to a podcast. They subscribe to the podcast. It's something that they physically did, heard, or saw, yeah. and and um, that's related to you. A DM, an email. You guys see where I'm going. It's a touch point. So in yeah. your sales cycle, what are those touch points? Um, and have that build before you get into your sales conversation, ideally. What is that known as? The prospecting <laughs> process, right? That's that zone. And so... Um, let me give you an analogy. Let's let's take the science and and our hypothesis, and let's let's um, we'll go to the bar. We'll go hang out at the bar for a second. Let's do it. Uh, Fonsi cannot what? go in because alcohol is not good for concussions. Yeah, so. not today, but it's, <laughs> it's, a, it's okay. It's all good, Chris. You and me, we can hang out. <laughs> there we go. There we go. Okay. He's, 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 he, he's trying to scrap a victory here for the pickup, bro. You know, I'm just I'll, throwing I'll, that out there. I'll fill him yeah. in. <laughs> Yeah, no, I just, I, you guys, you guys uh, made a critical error in the beginning saying, oh, we're thinking about this segment and the best bros was like, it's on. <laughs> it's happening. Yeah, it is on. Yeah. I promise that stoked the fire. So, <laughs> so, so we're, we're hanging out at the bar. We're, we're, uh, you know, we're wingmen, you know, with the three amigos or two, I don't know how it works. Two yes, amigos. Fancy's no. outside. I like, I like the three amigos. <laughs> he's, he's, uh, yeah. So, so we're, and, and when it comes to, building relationship and and approaching a girl or being approached or all those different things yeah it's it's cold and man let's just for funsies let's turn in uh funsies with Fonzie. i don't know maybe that's the <laughs> thing anyway, hey, even what, now your subconscious is telling you who's the best bro right here just throw it out of there <laughs> so good so good um so <laughs> Um, I don't know. If, anyway, yeah, well, stay focused. Stay focused. All right, more ideas going through. Let, let 2020 lesson for us, by the way, Chris, is stay focused. Like, I don't think we're doing a good job at this episode today, but uh, it's I'm just it's so it. fun. Yeah, it. this is so fun. Um, hopefully, everyone listening is is feeling the fun, and and um, some more good stuff is coming because <laughs> as we're in our businesses, as we're facing that challenge of how do we start? It's yeah. that pressure of where do I build and how do I build that new relationship? And guess what? Even when you know how to do it and you are doing it, it doesn't get 
it, you still have to face that daily, which is why I like to focus on daily minimums. If you do not establish your daily minimums, you, you don't have a standard and you will fail. Oh, wow. You certainly won't excel at the way that you can and should be. So you're doing yourself, you're doing your marriage, you're doing your business, you're doing your team all a dis, a disservice. You're failing if you do not establish your, your daily minimums. Well, that's extreme, Chris. It's the truth. And so if you're generating content and you need to be consistent, great. If you write one article a day and that's your minimum, that's what it is. If you need five new touches a day, that's your minimum, great. That's what it is. For me right now, it's 20 new touches per day, five days a week, non-negotiable. It's the standard. You can get more, get more. There's follow-ups, by the way, on top of that. Well, yeah. Chris, every day, listen, if you're drowning and you actually can't sustain that yourself consistently, then you need a team and you need some systems. Yeah. Mm. And guess who's excellent at that? Content is profit. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Building systems. <laughs> Thank like, you. Yes, Thank yes. you. <laughs> So, but, but, um, when you, when you get to see a cool result, um, sh- you, I'll, I'll, we can play this game. You show me a, a great show like content is profit. You show me a great business and behind that, I'll show you great systems. I'll show you yeah. established daily minimums Yeah, because they're, they're that important. And so when we're in the bar and we say, Hey, we need to make sure that we talk to at least three new women new if women are out there you got to talk to three new men you know however the game's being played um what are your minimums you got to go reach out to to new people now in this context in this environment let's look at the situation if we're going to go up and say hey can i buy a drink yeah great we do the drink thing you know what we really should get married (laughs) i've heard this i'm sure other people have heard this before but it's just when we become sellers we often forget what it's like to be the buyer. My mm. argument is spend more time being the buyer and you'll be a better seller. If someone asks you mm. to get married after a sentence, it's awkward for everybody. You just try to convince them of something. And that's the thing, that's the feel, that's the emotion that everybody hates. Yeah. Right? And so so as we look at it in this progression, we need to we need to think about this for our buying our, our buyer's process, our customer journey. Yeah. What are the seven to 12 touch points? So we're gonna friend request, then we're gonna welcome them. And then, I mean, what's awesome is this conversation is literally uh, came to be through a new connection through the system that we have put in place for our business and what we install in other people's businesses. Mm. And, mm-hmm. and um, so does it work? It's working. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> So, um, but people don't look at it like this. They don't, and I, to be fair, I'm the guy talking about this right now and telling everyone. And and even in the uh, the newer stuff that we've been working on, it's awesome. um, (laughs) I didn't fully respect the process. Meaning I'm like, oh yeah, yeah. I've done this before. Maybe some people are listening and they're like, this is great stuff, Chris. I know that you're right because I've also done this. If even if you're in that bucket, I, I me being in that bucket, I was like, man, I didn't respect this process fully the way I needed to. And what happened was I broke it down into a little bit more detail and the step points. And we had literally more conveyor belt step by step what you do and what you say. And if this happens, then you do this. If that happens, you do something else to that type of detail. Man, now I know how to actually duplicate myself. I can actually get that activity replaced for pennies on the dollar. Yeah. 
people were the thing where people get stuck is we'll never will our business will never grow beyond the capacity of our systems. Mm-hmm. And and so if you're that entrepreneur, there's a reason there's been three businesses and they get to a million, you know, or you know, in that range and then stop. Because I knew how to build system. Well, at first I was just myself and I like <laughs> avoided leadership. And then I'm like, okay, I can't avoid this anymore. Yeah. And then I built systems and my businesses grew to two, two, seven figures. And then, you know, I'm hitting that ceiling. Guess what? I need to level up again. Yeah. And I am. Yeah. And it's happening. That's and, and because I need more capacity and systems, I need to be more uh, predictable. And yeah. that's hard for me because I'm the, I'll figure it out as we go. Kind of. Yeah. Guy. I, I, <laughs> we, we, we get along, Chris. <laughs> yeah, we do. <laughs> I, I, I love this story right now. It, it reminds me of, of a few things, right? First, um, I don't know if you have read, well, before, before going there, it is working your system, right? Reaching <laughs> out, creating these conversations. And we brought you guys here to a podcast. You have no idea how many times I told my brother, we need to start working with these guys. We need to start working with Sean. And now that I met you, Chris, I'm like, we need to start working with Sean and Chris. Um, yeah, and Chris, by the way, the like one of the things that like I'm like, hold on, is because we're on the systems of the service, right? We're like, we're, we're building, cur- we're currently building that. So it's like, okay, we're literally we're very blessed to be in this position. We, before the last like four years, we all, we're always operating from a place of need. Right now we're, pl- we're in a place of abundance and we don't need the sales, right? So before it was like, yes, yes, yes. Right now it's like, let's take our time. Like let's, let's execute. Like the last two weeks, we, the last two weeks have been like three onboardings, which are pretty lengthy because of the process that, that we do. So we're compressing that process to make sure that we're optimizing it so we're ready for new capacity, right? And that's a conversation that we're having internally in our business. Like, how are we reaching the capacity? So then, you know, when we hire you guys, uh, it's like, okay, yeah, we can fulfill the people that we, we bring in, right? And, and, and deliver on the promise, right? Mm-hmm. So that is full transparency what's happening. Yeah, but, but I just wanted to throw that out there because, man, Chris, like, uh, yeah. since since the first time I, uh, I talked to Sean, that conversation with, with him, I was like, I knew it. I'm like, these are the people that are going to show us the way, you know? You guys are like, we're Jedi Masters and we're going to be the young Padawans over here. Um, yeah, I, I thought, do you want to say something right now? I was going to say, like, Sh- Sean and Mel are so cool. Uh, Melissa's yeah. wife, like we, we've been partnered the last four years and there's no way, you know, I like to say the three businesses, you know, that, um, I've got, I've been a part of building those businesses. I've been, you know, an equity holder in all of them. The, the last two I've got to build with Sean and Mel and Sean's built even bigger, cooler things than I have, you know, um, he's, he's a stud. Um, so the they're like, they're smart. They work hard when crap hits the fan. Uh, they're going to be, you know, there with their sleeves rolled up, already working. They have their floaties on, ready to jump both feet in. And they know that I'm going to do the same thing. And uh, so they've just been, they've, yes. I'm like, sorry, you're like Sean. So I was no, like, no, yeah. no. those guys are so cool. I, I'm on the Sean train. I, I, the train. I, I love it. You know, like that, that partnership just talks a lot same about point. you guys, you know. And trust me, I'm going to be talking highly about you the same <laughs> way because I'm loving this conversation too. It has been a, an honor meeting you. And the other thing that I wanted to share was that your conversation really reminds me of the ultimate sales machine by Chet Holmes, right? One of the first That's things that you. he says <laughs> so in, in, at the beginning of the book, he's like, you must have pig headed determination, 
right? Mm, He's like, you yeah. need to be disciplined and you need to follow this process. So you're telling me that every day you do 20 new touches. That's your daily minimum. And no matter what, you're going to do that. That is big headed determination right there, right? And I think, especially, I know I was there. I didn't have, or I'm still lacking in, in some points. I know that's part of what I need to build. But... I used to be all over the place, like, oh, let me do this here. And then the next day I'm going to do that. And then the next day I'm going to do that. Right. So I, I love that. But then when we started working with our content and we decided, okay, how, how can we stay consistent? Right. We had to understand our capacity. And you mentioned yeah. that as well. And it was key for us understanding that our capacity had a limit. Right. And for us at that moment was, was just do one Facebook live every single day And that consistency paid off big time, right? We managed to get one of the biggest contracts we had at that time that literally saved our business and helped us move forward. And so I love it. I love that it's like, wow, what you're talking about right now is is honestly, it's a simple concept, right? Be consistent, right? Be determined and know your capacity. Yet so many people struggle to get those simple terms and execute on them. The other thing that I love is you talked about kind of like having this ceiling on on your processes and your capacity, right? Where you said like I had I built a company to one million dollars and then I had I knew I had to level up. And that is so I think a few maybe like two weeks ago, we actually run across this piece of content from I think he was the COO of one eight hundred uh junk pick up my junk something like that which, oh nice right on yeah yeah it, it, it's a massive company that grew yeah. up and he was talking about cycles that people have cycles where they can usually scale a company you know threefold and that's their ceiling and companies then need to bring a different ceo or coo that are used to scale that company right like they're a level up if you want to put it that way so i love what you're saying because that that just brought me back And I love the fact that you can learn how to be that person onto the next level, right? We just need to be aware that we need to level up and we need to put in the work to be that person. That's so well said. And I mean, anyone listening, uh, struggling with, uh, you know, am I good enough? Uh, if I bet on myself and, and, you know, transition out of nine to five or, you know, um, how will it go? Will it work? All those things. It is a scary journey um, because that, res that some of that responsibility, and I'd argue power, is coming back to you. Yeah. And um, but you, you, the answer is you can. The question is, do you want to be that person? Mm. And um, you know, goals are nice hopes. Outcomes are results. And when you when you feel and start to understand that distinction, and you can sense which mm. one is really going on in you, it really helps with decision making process. If you're committed to a certain result, you're you're focused on outcomes. I need this outcome to to take place, and yeah. you can kind of let go of the how. And now you become kind of like a scientist, you know, uh, uh, someone exploring, trying to figure out. Okay, oh, did this work? Oh, that didn't work. Okay, let's try this. And then you get to just you know keep going at it, and you you become that person. You learn the skill, like you're saying. Yeah. Wow. It, it, it I, I see both parallels, like the way that you're talking, obviously live business and then from us i see that as a mirror with the process that that we implement with our content the, the second we change that perspective that you just mentioned that's when everything changed because we're enjoying the process we're like how do we we master the consistency first 
And then with the show, it was just three times a week. And then it's like, okay, once that, that's it, that was our minimum viable show, right? It was like, okay, now what? Now, how can we start scaling? How, now, how can we reach more capacity, right? On the content side. Now on the, on the business side, it's the same thing that we've been doing with yeah. our team, you know, and we recently aborted the eight, like eighth person in the team, which is insane to think about in like the last seven uh, months, congrats. right? Thank you. Thank you. But it's that, it's like, okay, we identify those areas and like, okay, how can we reach the capacity a little bit higher there, right? How can we go a little bit higher there so we can fulfill on the clients that we're, that we're taking in? So I like that. One word that comes to mind is simplicity, right? Like we don't have to overcomplicate it. It's like you said, it's yeah. that framework for every single thing that we do. So, you know, if you're listening and you are in the business side, those are very valuable lessons. Like not very valuable. These are must lessons. Like go yeah. listen, go listen to it, go do it, right? On the content side, same things. Find your minimal viable content, start being consistent. And then from there, you're going to find out your message. You're going to find out your offers. You're going to have conversations. You're going to create the points of contact, the seven to 12 points of contact that Chris was mentioning, right? And then after that, it's like, okay, how can I increase my frequency? How can I build the team around it? Or if you don't have a team, uh, shameless plug, bring us on. We're going to help <laughs> you multiply that message, right? Uh, so I, I love how everything pairs up. Now, Chris, sadly, we have to like bring this interview and land it. Uh, we could probably be talking for the entire I, weekend. I'm just going to throw this out there. I think we need to do an episode <laughs> with you and Sean Ooh, together. A 2v2. 2v2. I think it'll be... <laughs> I think that would be, uh, be a good one. Very interesting. The yeah. best sales bros. Who is it? Oh, man. <laughs> we, we can do... That one we should do live. I think it would be epic. What, because this is not live? No, I mean like live in person. Oh, in okay. person. <laughs> Come on, fancy. Oh, I was like, that, that. no, no, Luis, live, 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 yeah, in the flesh, in the flesh. Okay, yeah, right. that concussion, bro. Okay, hey, it's happening. Hey, hey, it's, I'm like trying to <laughs> avoid all this cringe right now, really bad. Fancy, you you have an out. You have the out card for any situation. I'm sorry, it's not concussion. concussion. It's not me. I'm not gonna remember any of this. Yeah, so. yeah literally. Sorry about that. You know, yeah. I can go to the bar now and reach out to all the girls and then be like. Like, I'm sorry, I have a concussion. I don't know what I'm doing. On to the and next just, one. If you do go to the bar, seven to twelve touches is a metaphor. It's not actual. Touches. Do not touch the person. Yes, please. Just Miss. quit. Don't make it weird. Just Th to be clear. Thank you. Next contact. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. All right, great. Awesome. So the, the last couple of questions, right? Uh, one is, what is a quick action point somebody can do? Like, if they're in a similar situation where. They're a little lost on, on their stuff inside of their business. What is a win that they can, you know, take home with them tonight? Yeah, great question. Um, anyone listening, you're just starting out. You're experienced. You've been doing the same thing forever. You're making 10 million a year. Congratulations. Um, I, I do this personally and advise people to do this at least quarterly. Market research. specific A specific kind of market research, though. Go, go talk to your customers. You don't have customers? Go talk to your ideal customers. Um, uh, Chris, uh, like, and if ideal customers, if you don't have any yet, find find the people and the customers that have already bought the thing, the service, the product that you intend to sell. Ask them about their experience. And um, you know, I do have some resources, um, I, like linking notes or something like that. Absolutely, yeah. A, yeah, yeah. We're going to drop okay, all the links. All you got to do is like scroll down and they're going to be all yeah, on there. Feel free to plug it right here, right now. Say it. Yeah, and I mean, this one's literally just like a free, free PDF. It's just a give. There's, I, I know I'm the sales guy. I should have a hook, right? <laughs> but um, yeah, like just take this, use it. There's, there's eight key questions 
to ask when you go to do this market research. Um, and and the link that the link will have those eight questions and the order of those follow a, a tested psychological order. It's 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 money. It's really really good. We use this obviously in all the industries we've been in. Um, and so these eight key questions are really key. And so you take these questions and you go um, you go to to your market, um, yeah. your prospects, prospects that are already buying and paying for the thing that you intend to sell, or your experience, and you go talk to your actual customers. Or uh, you know, new you know, prospective customers, and you ask these eight questions, and you listen, and you write down what they say, and what they like, and what they don't like, and what their pains are. Because here's the thing: a business is nothing more than a systematic way of delivering a product or service. Mm-hmm. What is created from the heart is felt by the heart. Yeah, business is the system, but the 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 art is like the human and the connection piece of it. And if you don't have it. All of it fails, meaning the people that are running the business without the art will hate their life and they'll hate their customers and they'll hate what they do. And some of us have got stuck in that. Um, and and on the other end, the customers are going to be frustrated. Yeah. It's never enough. It's just it's that type of uh, culture. It's that type of environment that nobody likes. Right. And so <clears throat> what's created by the heart is felt by the heart. And so when you're listening and you und- people are buying feelings they're buying experiences and our products and services are the vehicles of how we're fulfilling and delivering that. Mm. I don't know if everyone will catch that as we're getting to the end, but those lines right there are, are life changing. Whether you're a musician, you're an artist, you're, you're what I would call a business artist, entrepreneur, you're creatively solving problems and everything. When you understand those fundamentals, and you go to do market research and you ask these eight questions, you will begin to reconnect to the people and, and the why you're doing it in the first place. And you're yeah. sacrificing your time, your family, your resources to serve these other people that you've been led or called to serve. Um, you'll reconnect with that. And, and, and here's what's fun. The kind of an ending thought with this question is here's what's fun. If you've ever felt like, but I've done this marketing effort and I've I've done content this way or sales this way and you feel like what you get back in return is less than what you gave, you'll like this line. When you do this market research, what you'll find is you'll actually end up getting back tenfold what you gave. Mm. It's kind of that line in proverb, it's better yeah. to give than it is to receive. Yeah. It's it's not just a f- be a good person and give. It's actually a principle of how things work, how yeah. people work. And so when we're focused on really serving and connecting with people and understanding their pains and what's taking place and you start to serve them, and, and here's practically what happens, referrals. They can't help. Hopefully, even in us talking, we're going to share stories about each other after we leave this yeah. because there's that connection. Yep. And guess what? Content is profit. will continue to grow and profit because of the things, the systems you guys teach and these principles that we're discussing. Thank you so much. Wow. By the way, like, yes, there are people 
obviously live right now. There's they're hopefully, you know, in the audio, they've survived our craziness today and they're here. But also, <laughs> yeah. full disclosure, like we are actually on a, in implementing a system right now where we're taking these action points and they're going to be condensed so people can actually go out and take it, right? So I take by your by your expression that I, that is a really good idea. Is that validation? That's I hear awesome. That? Yeah, thank you. <laughs> well, I, just, I just know all the, I know the SOP and all the deliverables and steps. I was like, but you guys are the content masters. Like that's... <laughs> So I, I, I want to <laughs> invite people to join your group, right? Yes, Is yes. Sales Ascenders on, on Facebook, right? Sales Ascenders Inner Circle. And if you type that in, it's a free Facebook group. Um, sh my, my boy, Sean, high ticket tune-up three times a week, um, answering the hot question of the day. Great. And then uh, we also have uh, a member spotlight, which, um, you know, you guys need to come back you come on and, and hang out <laughs> thank so, you and that just so you know I, i'm throwing this out there i'm a little embarrassed actually to say this but i just joined the group my brother was in there before <laughs> i just i just sent my request so i hope you guys accept me into the group um but again everybody sells the senders in a place with the with the acceptance and getting i mean Let's this go. bro feud it man the, the battle continues i mean the up. battle continues <laughs> We got Tony here saying, I'm definitely joining. Yes, Tony, go ahead, yes. man. That, the, the value that we've seen in there has been incredible. Uh, the resources that these guys share, the questions yeah. that they answer, it, it can be, you can apply it to your everyday, you know, business venture, everyday yeah. life. You know, like Chris showed up here. Thank you, man, for coming on. Um, I think with that, I think we're done. We're done. Well, there, the, last thing, oh, the last question. Oh, the last question? I have to ask. There's yeah. one thing I have to ask. Yes. Yeah, go ahead. There, this go ahead. whole episode, I've been staring at this giant green ranger helmet <laughs> yes, yeah, that <laughs> i mean what's i i've got a green ranger story um, oh man I, I was really curious to hear your green I, ranger story if I, if I put on the helmet will you share the story <laughs> so while 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 is doing Let's that do this. Uh, yes while, he's doing it well Fonzie's doing that Fonzie for, plays for real point for Fonzie. oh man okay he said point for Fonzie. <laughs> he's not listening right now but uh yeah. you know for for those listening guys like if you see the live video we actually have a, a live green ranger there and the story is like last uh last halloween i had well i still have these really good friends that he's called the stormtrooper like the oh man he has like a stormtrooper persona and he carries his helmet everywhere that he travels to so he takes like these amazing pictures and the idea was to do by the way we got green ranger joining right now <laughs> to the contents profit podcast we had the idea was to do the green ranger helmet and just as we travel before covid happened you know take these pictures with the helmet so we will carry the helmet and we got like a helmet bag and everything and to get the red one as well, and then we'll be the two rangers or whatever. We never got the red one. Uh, so now the green ranger is a tradition in the office. Everybody that visits uh, takes a picture with a green ranger helmet. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and and th those that uh, you can't see, the green helmet is officially on, and the headphones. Yes. So, Fonzie, are you with you us? Know, Can you hear us? I don't know what we're talking about. He said that we don't know <laughs> what we're talking about. <laughs> So while while the the Green Ranger uh, helmet is soundproof, um, it, yeah. it also is concussion proof. So Fonzie, if you continue to wear the the Green Ranger helmet, uh, you will not have any more concussions. I know. I, I should go play soccer with the helmet on. Honestly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, so do, do you want to share your story? Well, we ha okay. we have a few minutes here, so we can share and, and wrap up the show. This this will this will be a, a good one to leave with uh, leave everyone to have a great weekend. 
My green, wow. my green ranger. Ooh, this will be really. I'm gonna tie this in with prospecting because this is what ooh, we're talking about. I like, so I like good. things that connect. Okay. So, um, green ranger. My my three year old. He's four now. My three year old. Th this is this is my home office. Been working from home the last you know four years or so, and I've got two doors right over here. Yeah. With like with newfound revelation, my three year old burst through the doors, <laughs> and he's just like so excited. He's like, Dad. I've got a great idea. And I'm just kind of like, what on earth is happening right now? And I'm working, not a big deal. Okay, whatever. And 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 I was like, what is it, Emmett? And uh, he's like, I want to get a toy. <laughs> I was like, okay, I'm just kind of laughing to myself. I was like, well, that was a lot of energy for just getting a toy, but that's cool. So I was like, he's like, can we get one? I said, absolutely. I matched his energy. I was like, absolutely, we can get a toy. It's like, which one do you want? And he's like, I want the Power, uh, green ranger yeah power power ranger uh, green power green ranger. helmet there we go. green power ranger. <laughs> oh, yeah and uh, i was a green power ranger for halloween when i was a kid anyway yes. so it's funny he's in here um and it was an awful homemade costume anyway so emmett comes in he goes i want to get a green ranger he's like can we go right now i said yes but well but if if we're gonna get a green ranger we're, we need money to go buy the toy <laughs> And some people look at me sideways when I say that. They're like, you you told your three-year-old that he needs to go make money. Yeah. Yeah. Why? That's the way the world works. <laughs> Love it. Yes, we take care of him. We buy, He has clothes. He can, he can, we let him inside every once in a while. I'm kidding. He, he has shelter, <laughs> food. He's taken care of, okay? Yeah. He's not short of time. So, so I say, you need money. He's like, well, how do I get money? He. This is a conversation. He actually asked me, how do I get money? I said, well, how you get money is you solve problems for other people. And then they give you money. And then he asked, well, how do I solve problems for people? And I was like, crap, how am I, I, how am I supposed to help a three-year-old solve problems for people? That's where I got. So, so later that day, I'm thinking about in the back of my mind, later that day, uh, we like lost our, our keys. We're trying to go run some errands or whatever. And I was like, you know what would work? If we had a massive keychain, we would not lose our keys. And I was like, Emmett, hey, we should make really big keychains for people so they don't lose their keys. Yeah. And kind of a fun takeaway there is anyone listening for business, Solve your own problems first. Yes. If you're struggling with conviction and you feel insecure about prospecting and 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 helping and helping somebody else, help yourself first. Not in a selfish way, in a connected mm. way. Yeah. If you know how to solve your own problem, it's going to be that much easier to talk through it mentally, emotionally, and financially. If you're selling a twenty-five thousand dollars something and you've never bought one, it's hard. Yeah. It can be done, but it, but. If you have spent it, you know what it's like to go through the process. So we solve our own problems first, right? And so my wife's totally creative. She's got, she's the musician and feathers and color and all this stuff everywhere, right? And and so she's got this leather making kit, of course. So we make this giant leather keychain. I have pictures of this whole thing. I didn't know it was going to be a thing, but it like turned into a thing. So he's got, we cut out this big leather keychain. He paints it. And I mean, let's just talk about the artwork, gentlemen. <laughs> it's so good. It's a modern day Picasso, <laughs> handcrafted leather. No, it's a three-year-old. I'm not that dad. It's a three-year-old scribbling paint on a keychain. Okay. Yes. Yeah. What, what's, what's a punchline there? Not a perfect, it's not perfect, but it still solves the problem. Our products and services aren't always perfect. Bring it to market as long as it serves people and still solves the problem. Yeah. Make it better as you go. And so we continue this journey. This is crazy. We skip the errand. This kid's on fire. Yeah. His mo his motivation is driving this whole thing. I, I didn't know it was going to turn into a thing. I'm just like, kid, you need to learn this lesson at some point. Yeah. And I just didn't think it was going to happen this fast. So this is what happens. He's like, I got it done, dad. I was like, well, crap. Now you need a pitch. 
Yeah. <laughs> you, it's that tension that we feel. Well, what do we go say? And I didn't go to neighbors. This isn't a sympathy business. This yeah. isn't a friends and family. No disrespect against the going to friends and family for business or whatever. But I'm just saying that even for me, yeah, I don't have a big family. Even if we did that, we'd still be broke. <laughs> yeah. So we went to the cold market. My my tip, my uh, recommendations, go to the cold market. Why? They're the most honest. Yeah, yeah. I want speed. I want honesty as fast as possible. They aren't afraid to lie to you. So it helps me refine my product and service faster. Some more market tips and research. Go to a cold market and and get more conversations so you can learn faster. So that's what we did. Knock, 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 first door. Sorry, the pitch. What is he going to say? We eventually narrowed it down for a three-year-old to be, hi, I'm Emmett, and I help people not lose their keys. <laughs> and then he shows them the keychain. Yeah. How simple, right? Here's what's crazy. We talk about all these principles about content, consistency, uh, prospecting today. Guess what? They work for a three-year-old. Do they work? Of course. Well, they work for a three-year-old. It probably could work for us. I love, this was such a life-changing story and experience for me. Thank you for letting me talk forever and, and share some of it, it though. But Green amazing. Ranger, <laughs> it, it, it triggered all of it. It's your, actually, it's your fault. So <laughs> I love it. I love so, the story, man. Dude, and he's rocking hard on uh, that. He's still got the helmet on. Yeah, like point, absolutely. Point for that. So point you know, it gets like foggy. super foggy <laughs> inside, so I cannot see anything right now. It's perfect for the construction, yeah. man. You can't hear, you can't see. This is great. So, um, yeah, so so uh, we get his pitch down, and you're like, Chris, you're going to make your kid pitch? He can talk. Why not? Why not? Like, the last thing any of us listening need is is buying into the world's lie that we're too young. We're too old. We're too this. We're too that. It's trash. It's horrible thinking. Ignore it. Stop listening to it today, yeah. immediately. So when I, the world will tell my three-year-old that he's too young and that he's not good enough. But my prom, my internal commitment and promise to myself is I will never be that voice for my children. I will be the voice that temporarily discovers the challenges they face And I will be the voice of support that coaches and leads and guides them through that piece. And so like I get so freaking pissed off and fired up when, when it's like, Oh, you can't. And oh, it drives me nuts. If there's like a logical reason of why something, ha okay, let's overcome it. Yeah. But, but as soon as we buy into it's, you can buy and sell ideas. As soon as we buy that idea, we already lost and it's our fault. Yeah. How many years have we spent in our business and our, and our, like, we're stuck in this cycle in relationships. We're stuck in this cycle in our business and it's the mm. same crap over and over. It's our freaking fault. Yeah. Because somewhere we're buying into some lie in principle that does not serve us. It doesn't serve our business. It doesn't serve our team or our relationships or marriage. And so, anyway, you can feel I'm off a little bit of soapbox. I, I, it's so, so inspiring. Like, this is like, by the way, like, this whole chop is a full bonus yeah, episode dude. that <laughs> at some point we're going to, like, monetize. <laughs> Secretly. <laughs> Secretly. I love, I love it, man. And, and so as we get kind of toward, towards the end of the story, but it is, is he gets his pitch down because, yeah. he's, because he can and we'll find a way. And he, we make it simple to where he can step forward and take action, and he does. And we go to the first door, knock, knock, knock. No answer. <laughs> we go to the second door, knocks again. No answer. The kid's three. He gets in the wagon, and I pull him, and we <laughs> walk. But it's just, 
you know, he's got his keychains in his wagon. Yeah. We go, you know, I got pictures all that. Maybe I should give you some pictures so you can post some of this. Stuff. Oh, please, but, please. Okay, so so um, we, we do this. We we go to the, his shoulders are starting to slump. You know, patience. He's a three year old starting to feel it. We go to the third door and it starts to open. And immediately at that moment, I was like, because I know prospecting. I've cold called. Yeah. I've gone door to door. I've done all these things. I know what it comes with. I'm like, oh, I'm not facing it myself. I'm facing it through my three-year-old. It's a different feel. Absolutely. And so the guy walks out. <laughs> Emmett's smiling. He's happy. I'm going to get my Green Ranger. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Emmett, and I help people not lose their keys. And he shows him the keychain. And the guy looks at the keychain, and he looks at Emmett, and he says... And I, I'm Jim, and no thanks. I'm like, you heartless monster. <laughs> he nailed it. Yeah. What is, how do you sleep at night? Yeah. I get, but cold market. And, yeah. and before, as, 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 um, uh, Jim said that, and, and it was the message was being sent to Emmett before it hit Emmett. <laughs> I jump in and I gasp and I'm like, oh, Emmett, did you hear what he said? And he looks at me, he gets distracted, he looks at me and he's like, no, what did he say? I said, he doesn't have a problem losing keys. Yeah. So we can just go to somebody else that does. He says, Ooh. oh, and he jumps in the cart and this part wrecked me. We start walking away from the door. He turns back over his shoulder and he waves and he says, bye, Mr. Jim, have a nice day. Wow. So it's good. so easy to love those that love us. Mm. But to still love those that reject us, that's a sales professional. Ooh. Wow. It's not always genuine. It, it's not always a feeling. I feel good, therefore I'll give good. It's it's also, there's some structure, there's some professionalism, and it's and, and these are just principles. So to love those that reject you is is a skill. It's it's you're gonna feel stuff, and then you and you you watch someone tell your three year old that that's next level, man. Someone can Ooh. reject me, man. I had to work through that crap. But you're gonna talk to my three year old that way? Yeah. Oh, because it's not just what was said; it was how it was said, man. And so, but but guess what? My three year old is starting to feel some principles that will serve. If you understand. You're, we're all one connection away from our next breakthrough, but we're so damn scared of making a new connection. Mm. So, so, but check this out. We're committed to this result, this outcome. We're going to get this Green Ranger. Trust me, <laughs> yeah. this kid's freaking motivated. Yeah, this is it. Right? What, the, the how isn't always determined. The path isn't always clear. We were, and it comes from where we don't expect. Okay? We're going door to door. We're talking to people door to door. And so naturally I would think that, well, we'll do this strategy. It'll come from here. Emmett closed the sale that day and it did not come from door to door. As we walked down that driveway, yeah, the bug truck pulled up across the street. <laughs> Pest control. Yeah. And so, so like literally it's crazy, like just for a visual, sorry for everyone listening. I'll talk through it so you can understand. But we're walking down the driveway and across the street, the bug truck pulls up and as the person gets out of the car and we're leaving the driveway it's like we're almost walking right into each other yeah you know why we walked into each other because we took action that day because we went outside because we said i'm not scared i'm gonna go do my daily minimums mm. and 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 so as we locked eyes I'm like, i guess we're gonna go talk to the bug guy and so Emmett gets out, he does his thing. He says, I'm Emmett and I help people not lose their keys. And he shows them the keychain. And as the, the pest control 
a guy has keys in his hands. He kind of looks at his keys and he says, in, you know, feels the situation. And he's like, well, how much for your keychain? And Emmett says, $3, please. <laughs> <laughs> and um, he gets the sale. He says, why not? And he pulls out $3 and he gives him the $3. He gives him the keychain and he completes his sale. Wow. And inside, I'm like, oh, thank God. I don't know how this is going to go. Let's go. Is he going <laughs> to? Like, yes. And so here, because we all, like everyone listening, we all know that there's not always the happy ending. Yeah. We all know there's those days, sometimes weeks, sometimes months, sometimes years where we're putting ourselves out there and it doesn't come back the way we expect. But, but um, in this journey through my three-year-old Emmett going through this process, it, it happened for him. And so we take the money and we have a checking account jar, a give jar and a save jar. And there's a dollar for each of the jars. And so we had to do this a couple times and he saved up his money. And we have these cool pictures of him getting the green power ranger. And he, man, you talk about having a three-year-old do all of that to get a green ranger, the, man. And then you buy it and then you have to wait two days for prime. Prime's fast, <laughs> shout out to prime. But it's like, I don't get it. Meltdown after meltdown, but he's learning yeah. the, the process. And so that's that's the essence Dude, of my Green Ranger story. Chris, wow. uh, I just want to say, say thank you for that exclusive story. You get the horn. Like, wow, wow. Fonzie survives the sauna of the Green Ranger helmet. Wow. For those watching, he's just getting off that helmet. But wow, first off, like incredible lessons obviously on the sales and business side like it's incredible that you are able to tie those stories together second great job at parenting like hashtag winning like insane i'm gonna take this and i'm gonna you know chop it up plaster like do my cheat sheet because that's luca it's uh it's gonna do that uh i don't care what my wife says like he's doing that and then <laughs> sorry katie i know you don't listen to this episode so i can say that i'm, I'm kidding i still love you i love you she's gonna listen to this episode guys <laughs> <laughs> hey, when when your son is out there killing the game Man. and she's buying your wife, you know, flowers and everything, <laughs> she'll love it. Yeah. Uh, and wow, mind blow. I, I I thank you for being so generous with with your time, with your stories, especially yeah. this one. I am so glad that we waited all this time to do this yes. because now we're gonna record a pre pre intro and we're gonna be like, guys, like you got to stay and listen to the Green Ranger story, like. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Man, I, I love how you literally tied all the lessons that you shared throughout the entire hour into this one story. All Ooh. of the all of the lessons were in this one incredible story. So the Green thank Ranger you so lessons. much for sharing it. I, I'm never gonna forget this story. I'm never, never gonna forget it. Thank you, Chris. And let that be a lesson for everybody, please, on, on first of storytelling and then you know just getting the, the value out like you're just giving without like any expectation, which is amazing. And that's through content. That's really how we've been able to connect with everybody, how you are able to connect with so many people. So go ahead, just scroll down, click in every single link that we're going to drop in the description, because I assure you, you're not going to, uh, you're not going to ever get it. It's going to be amazing. Yeah. That's amazing. Thank you so be much, like, Chris. Uh, we expect pictures of Emmett doing this thing. Yes. And, uh, yeah. And yeah, incredible. Uh, Jose, Danny team, please go ahead and a uh, two minute, 67 and that's the thing that we need for the bonus thank you <laughs> <laughs> yeah we, the, the, this part they, is amazing they, they know man. That. like I, I honestly think we should kind of like prime people with the first part of the episode and then be like the episode one on one one is gonna be the green ranger story oh should we do that i i think so it's oh, amazing man. you know 
So I Chris, so your guys, you're gonna uh, <laughs> Matt. Master content minds. I'm just excited to see whatever you you're do like whatever it, comes so. out, man. Chris, man, you, what it you, is. you might be, you know, the last guest in the double digit era of the content is profit, and they the first it. guest <laughs> on the triple digit of the content is profit era. Yes. <laughs> All right, guys, awesome. uh, Chris, how we can, how can we connect with you? Is there another way other than the group, or is the group that we want where we want to send people? Um, group is a great way, uh, to, to get in touch with, uh, touch with me. Um, another great place to find me is, is simply, uh, just, just pr uh, private messaging me on Facebook specifically. And please, um, th there, that situation <laughs> is very active. And so w what the magic word that you want to know is prospecting. Uh, if you private message me, use the word prospecting. That also can be a really quick, uh, convenient way to getting those eight magical questions. Um, there, like literally, like that's the give at yeah. the end of that. That's what will it, it ends there. <laughs> Have other questions or something, you know? Ask, but but start with the prospecting piece. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you, Chris. Again, this was insane. Amazing. Thank God I yeah. asked like how much we had uh, available with you <laughs> and we crushed it. You crushed it. So it's uh, insane. Thank you so much. Uh, with that being said, guys, thank you so much for tuning into the Contents Profit Podcast. Go ahead and subscribe. Hit smash that subscribe button and follow us on social media at Co. That's right. And if you find this episode impactful, which yes. I am sure you did, it was amazing. Don't forget to share it and, and leave a five-star review. Thank you. See ya.